Exercise Mimetics Imagine this, you come home from a long day of work, ready to get on with your Netflix binge fest and you realize you still have to go exercise. While you are fighting the urge to go, you type how to exercise without getting up on Google search and there you see thousands of results showing a potential exercise mimetic pill is soon to hit the market so you never have to leave your couch. Before you get too excited about this apparent caught scent pill for couch potatoes, here's everything you need to know about it. Welcome to the Insider Physio Podcast by The Physio Zest. We get to you discussions with superhumans, super physios and other healthcare practitioners. It all began in the early 2000s when a biologist, Ronald M. Evans, at the Salk Institute for Biological Studies in California, used a chemical compound known as GW5015 or simply 516 on some lab mice. To his surprise, the test showed that just after four weeks, the mice that were fed this compound could run twice as far on their exercise wheels compared to the ones that hadn't. Not only that, their body fat percentage shrank and there was a marked dip in their insulin resistance. Over time, more of their muscle composition shifted towards slow-twitch oxidative fibers. Evans has, since then, been unstoppable in his quest to develop an exercise mimetic pill for humans. So what exactly are these pills? Exercise mimetics, as defined by Evans, are pharmacologic compounds that can produce the benefits of fitness, such as mitochondrial remodeling effects including increased mitochondrial oxidative phosphorylation and fatty acid metabolism. Two of the most commonly known exercise mimetics are GW501516 and ICAR that is amino imidazole carboxamide ribonucleotide. To know how these compounds act in the body, let us first understand the molecular effects of traditional exercise in our bodies. Traditional exercise causes an increase in certain secondary messengers that activate the metabolic enzyme AMPK or the AMP protein kinase. Activation of this enzyme triggers a metabolic cascade which leads to mitochondrial biogenesis, antioxidant defense, angiogenesis, fatty acid oxidation, and the repression of glycolytic genes. ICAR, when introduced in mice, directly activates this metabolic enzyme, hence triggering the same process of mitochondrial biogenesis and fatty acid oxidation. When 516 was found to be co-administered with ICAR in mice, researchers observed a synergistic boost in its effect potentially leading to the production of a future polypill. In general, exercise mimetics offer exercise mimicking benefits such as lowering blood glucose levels, 
controlling cholesterol levels, boosting energy, and improving endurance. In a study by Kobillo et al., both ICAR and 516 have also been credited with promoting hippocampal neurogenesis and spatial memory without crossing the blood-brain barrier. Another potential benefit of these compounds is the release of myokine, a certain type of cytokine produced and released by skeletal muscles. These hormones have been in the limelight for quite some time for owing to their promising benefits of treating metabolic diseases through their ability of stimulating the signaling of metabolic enzymes increasing glucose uptake and fatty acid oxidation owing to its potential exercise mimetics have had a reputation of being used as doping agents by athletes they've been sold in the black markets of the sporting world therefore The World Anti-Doping Agency banned the use of both ICAR as well as 516 since 2009. In spite of this, many athletes in the recent past have been suspended from tournaments for testing positive for these substances. Don't these sound too good to be true? Well, despite the staggering benefits observed by these pills, why are they far from being cleared by the Food and Drug Administration for human consumption? Well, in 2007, the original creator of 516, GlaxoSmithKline, hit the brake on the phase 3 trials of the compound when they unexpectedly found that mice that had been given large doses of the compound for almost 2 years developed cancer at a higher rate than the mice in the control group. Another study observed that sustained use of these pills led to drug-induced metabolic overdrive. This caused the body to be in a chronic catabolic state, proving detrimental to health. Yet another study suggested that prolonged use of these compounds can lead to neurodegeneration and liver failure. Less serious side effects include, but are not limited to. headaches abdominal pain nausea and dizziness so who are these pills really meant for evans initial goal was to use these compounds to treat children suffering from duchenne muscular dystrophy hoping to improve their quality of life in principle they could also be used for bedridden patients suffering from various debilitating conditions like stroke or spinal cord injuries Cachexic patients undergoing cancer treatments or patients in prolonged ICU care. Theoretically, these pills would lower blood lipids, reduce blood pressure, act as antithrombotic agents, blunt autonomic responses, and lower blood glucose concentration. So, if the goal is to improve cardiometabolic risks among individuals who will not. or rather cannot exercise the pill is a no brainer however can these pills actually mimic all the benefits of exercise let's see number 1 lack of complete antiatherogenic effects a nobel prize winning discovery showed that endothelial cells in blood vessels detect shear stress forces when the movement of blood is detected hence triggering their activation This produces lots of antiatherogenic effects 
greatly reducing the risk of atherosclerosis. All the arterial shear stresses can be produced through various laboratory procedures. The most fundamental and natural stimulus that triggers such stresses is human movement through increased blood flow. This cannot be obtained by the pill. Number two, it fails to prevent osteoporosis. Several studies have established that optimal mechanical loading of bones causes osteoblast differentiation and mineralization as well as maintains bone mineral density. Exercise mimetics fail to tackle the osteoclastic activity of the bones which leads to increased resorption and eventually loss of bone mass. Number three, no concrete evidence of increasing muscle strength or mass. Diving deeper into the practicality of the pill, we realize that there is paucity of literature to prove that these pills, other than improving endurance in skeletal muscles, also increase strength and muscle mass. Number four, no post-workout euphoria. Another drawback of these pills is the lack of release of endorphins, which are released post-traditional exercise methods. One might reap some benefits of exercise with the pill, but fail to experience post-workout elation. These feel-good hormones play a key role in improving psychological health. This makes one wonder if exercise mimetics is hardly an acceptable term to use when so many potential benefits of traditional exercise are missing. Is it safe to assume that occasional consumption of exercise mimetics could reap maximum benefits of the drugs with minimal side effects? Not so fast, cautions Dr. David Katz, the director of Prevention Research Center at Yale University School of Medicine. He believes that the evidence of benefits is strong, but the relevance to people is uncertain at present. This stems from the fact that most of the studies have been performed in mice, the actual effects of the pills in humans still remain elusive. Any molecule that affects the metabolic processes in the body may be interacting with several systems in ways that we don't fully understand yet. While exercise mimetics may be a dream come true for athletes and couch potatoes alike, the possibility of them hitting the shelves soon is, well, still just a dream. The concept of fully mimicking exercise is still by large in its fetal stage with many challenges to overcome. These pills do not paint a picture of a utopian future just yet, but we surely can be hopeful. Lifestyle modification with a balance of exercise and nutrition still tops our priority list to stay fit and combat the physical inactivity epidemic world over. As for now, we'll be dragging our lazy selves to the gym, praying to the God of Science to bless us with the miracle pill soon. What about you? That's all from our side. Connect with us on Instagram and LinkedIn. The PhysioGuest e-magazine launches bi-monthly. Catch our latest edition at www.thephysiozest.com. The Physio Zest, signing off. Evolving you, one page at a time.